welcome to our special pod of blown coverage. Uh, it's Ben and Ricky here today. We get to talk about some playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> ten seconds. Playoffs? Took ten seconds to make the reference. I couldn't remember. Uh, uh, it, it's Thursday. It's a little bit different to do it now, but we're we're getting ready for the weekend. Um, six games. Three on Saturday, three on Sunday. Which one are you most looking forward to? Um, I have to say Colton Bills, first one up. I think it's going to be a shootout, so I love a shootout. That's, I, that's my pick. I think mine is going to be the Ravens-Titans game. I think that first one on Sunday is going to be the best one of, of the weekend. Um, before we get too far into this, make sure that you follow us on social media at Twitter at the Runner Up HQ and TikTok. We, we got a post on there, but follow it. Appreciate it. We're still getting um, down with the kids, learning how to TikTok. We're, we're <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We're basically um, boomers. I I do not want to associate myself as a boomer. Um, <laughs> I, I'm far too young for that. Anyways, <laughs> make sure you check us out on YouTube. Continue listening to us on Spotify because that's the only way you're listening to us. Um, Starting this week off, uh, how about we just kind of have a little bit of fun with uh, the runner-up? Who has the best shot to make a run in the playoff? Which, which team that isn't expected? A team that isn't expected to make a run in the playoffs. Um, I looked at your picks, and I guess we'll start with the AFC. Um, since the Colton Bills are the first game up, we'll start with the AFC. I saw you picked. I saw what you picked, and I wanted just to go against you straight away. So I've gone for the Titans in the AFC. Um, okay. Looking at looking at the numbers, only the Chiefs and Bills have put up more yards than them this season. Um, I think they were second or third as well for points scored. Uh, they know what they're going to do. You know what they're going to do, but it doesn't yeah. mean you you can stop it. So um, I think Derek they have the Ravens' number at the moment. Like they've won three of their last four against them twice in the calendar year 2020. One of them was in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. And I just don't really see that changing. I, I, I can I can respect that. Uh, I can still disagree with it. Um, th- this Ravens team is catching fire at the right time. Not saying the Titans aren't, but I looking at last season, we we had the expectation that the Ravens were going to go into the playoffs and just be God's gift to football yet again, and that clearly didn't happen. Um, I I think that this team is one to look out for, one to watch. One to be afraid of when, when Lamar is good, Lamar is good. Um, but really, I, I also think we, we got to look out for the Rams. Um, Aaron and I have said frequently that they're a team that doesn't feel like they're a playoff team and it's nothing against their ability or what they've done. They just kind of go under the radar kind of like the Seahawks do. The Seahawks are, Decent team year in and year out. They're never anything super spectacular, but it's the, the Rams have the league's best defense and they have the ability to slow down potentially anybody, but we have to see them do that, especially now that's the playoffs, especially now that they're playing against the Seahawks this week, who they've lost to already this year. But... Twice. Actually, that might be wrong. I might have made that up. Are they one and one or zero oh and two? 
I did not pay attention to the first meeting of the year. <laughs> their, their most recent meeting, they lost 24 to 18. But yeah, I I think the Rams have the best shot at being a like runner up kind of deal, but it still, yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> this is this is becoming a habit now, but I'm just gonna go against you on the first round of the of the playoffs again. Um if we're talking about a team that's going under the radar, I, I gotta pick the Seahawks. I feel like start of the season everyone was going crazy about them because they were putting up what 35 points every game. Um, you know, Wilson was a MVP candidate like six, seven weeks into the season. Then they got smoked by the Bills and it kind of all slowed down. Everyone kind of forgotten about them. Um, but while the offense kind of slowed down a little bit, the defense picked up a lot. And yeah. I feel like that combination now of having, you know, a defense good enough to, you know, help Wilson when he's not at his absolute best is, you know, is a big, is a big deal. And the fact of the matter is if Wilson can get hot, if he can kind of just find that MVP form just for a couple of games, that's all it takes. Then, uh, then I like the Seahawks to go on a run. I think they're going way under the radar for how good they are. And with the Seahawks, they have this fun stat of if they win their division and they win 11 games, they've made the play or the Super Bowl every single time. So it can happen. Um, not to really continue bashing that out because I think we both agree that those are the, those are the two games and two teams that can really, really it's all. I think those are the the coin flip games. Yeah. Like those are the games where you'd feel good about your chances of you, any of those four teams, the other ones all have clear favorites. So just because they have clear favorites doesn't mean I think they're locks. I mean, Aaron and I have, talked back and forth about this we only have one game where we where we really think there is a clear one team's gonna win and that's the first game of the weekend we only think that the colts bills game is the one clear winning game for the bills everything else we we can see there being an either team it depends on who shows up but then again that's always the case yeah um so who do you think is going to be the standout of the week since we're kind of doing this entirely as a precursor um, and a preview for the entire weekend? We, can't, we don't really have anyone to call as a, our runner up. So let's figure out who we're going to be making our picks off of next week. I, this is purely a hunch. And in fact, the stats go completely against this. Um, third time lucky. DK Metcalf revenge game twice this season. He's played Jalen Ramsey in those two games combined less than hundred yards receiving across the two games. Interesting. Ramsey shut him down in both games um, a little bit, le- a little bit better in the, in the second game, but still not good by his standards. Just a hunch. I feel like the hate has kind of started to build on DK a little bit. I know you see on social media, like at oh, the start yeah. of the season, there was like Megatron comparisons and all that stuff. And I feel like maybe people were annoyed by that. And so they just, you know, when someone gets too big, you have to tear them down. That's just the way, that's just the way humans are. So everyone's been tearing DK down. Um, you know, he's been shut down by Ramsey twice this season. I like him to, uh, to come out hot and have a revenge game. And, uh, you know, going off what I said about the Seahawks can get hot at any moment if Wilson picks it up. I think, uh, yeah, DK is going to have 100 yards plus and two touchdowns. You know, that, that will make that game a whole lot of fun to watch. I... I do have the feeling that Saturday games are going to be a lot more interesting than Sunday games. But um, 
I I have two people who I can I could see it coming from either of them. Um, and I don't think either of my picks are really a shock. Uh, Derek Henry has been the the man to beat essentially. I pretty much every week we've talked about them. Um, I, I expect him to run absolutely crazy against the Ravens. Um, I'd, I'd be shocked to see him run for less than 150 yards and two or more touchdowns. But the other, the other person that I really expect a good game from is Josh Allen. I fully expect him to throw for at least four touchdowns and have a rushing touchdown. Like I would also with that in mind, expect well over 300 passing yards. Um, and if he, if he does, what is my expectation there? There's no way that I wouldn't be able to pick him, even if DK or Derrick Henry do even remotely close to what we also predict. Fair enough. It's, it's kind of impossible to bet against Josh Allen dominating at the moment. He's literally doing it every game. So (laughs) yeah. Looking looking at what he's done this, the, the past four weeks alone. Um, it's crazy. So now, now is one of the fun parts. Before we get into our actual matchups and any of our predictions, we we all made playoff brackets, um, and we did some polls on Twitter. I would say a fair amount of the choices are surprising. Um, when we're looking at the the wild card winners the in the people's bracket alone we have the bills winning which i would say is not entirely shocking i mean they're the number two team um we have the browns which i would say i agree with but when we're looking at the amount of um covid problems they're having that's another toss-up then you have the titans winning to finish out the the afc then you go with the saints the seahawks and tampa bay Though, I mean, when we're talking about upsets, that's pretty boring. I that's mean, that's pretty boring from the fans on, on the on the Twitter polls. Come the on. the Browns, guys. The, the Browns is the best upset. It's a six versus three when the <laughs> Tampa Bay is the four five upset, and that is that is it. Um, again, not entirely shocking. It's they are seated where they are for a reason um looking into the divisional winners uh people pick the chiefs not a surprise chiefs against the browns yeah makes sense um and then bills against the titans they chose the bills um again i also think not too surprising it's a one-two matchup going to the conference championship and of course on the other side you have another one-two matchup of the packers and saints going into it um I, I can't say I'd be surprised if either of those two other picks they had went through. Um, I don't know. M- moving... I'm going to say that the fans on Twitter are really, are really boring me to death here. I, I want to go back on my word about calling the, their wildcard picks boring because then I remembered mine are the exact same. But <laughs> <laughs> their divisional winners, come on, guys, you've got to pick some fun in the divisional games. Yeah, I... See, I understand the divisional picks. I mean, I understand the general consensus is going to be that your one seed should win, your two seed should win, blah, blah, blah. Um, Going into the conference championship, we have the number two Bills going against the number one Packers. Um, Bit surprising 
it was a very, very close margin. Um, it was 50.9 to 49.1 in the Bills' favor. The Packers was not even close. It was Everyone like thought 70... the Packers were going to destroy the Saints? Yeah. That wow, was like a 70%. Kind of yeah. Um, I mean, Packers are the one of – I mean, what? They're the, the number three team in the power rankings behind only the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, yeah, and you give Aaron Rodgers a run game. That's pretty fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would have to say I'm I'm a little surprised with our Super Bowl champions coming out of the the, the People's Choice Awards. Um, the the Bills ended up taking it fifty point eight to forty nine point two. I mean, extremely close, and that that meets up with my expectations. Um, and since we can't really ask who their their Super Bowl MVP is, I did post uh, a league MVP question and. Uh, overwhelming response with over uh 59% of the vote went to Aaron Rodgers winning the the MVP this year and i would say that's safe to say if the packers are in there he's pretty close to yeah, winning that either that's way. a lock yeah <laughs> well as close to locks for a team as a super bowl winner is um since Aaron isn't here today we we asked him for his picks because we we find that to be important Aaron's opinion truly it's matters. It's crucial to this um, podcast. And I mean, we want to add everything to Twitter because who doesn't like putting up polls? I know, I know I've had fun with it. Uh, <laughs> I know you've loved the responses as well. I, I have. I really have because we've, I mean, yeah, you throw a couple bucks at it to make people see it more than our 35 Twitter followers. But I, I expected 100 at most and we're getting close to a thousand on either poll i'm i can't complain um so aaron he he did say that he had a stipulation in here um basing it off of the covid he would would switch one of these teams obviously being the steelers for the browns but his his wild card winners go to bills titans browns bucks rams and saints so He's got a little bit of a mix up in there. I mean, we we aren't seeing the Seahawks. We're getting Tampa Bay again. And so much for the upsets because you get the Browns and now you can, you can take it, just flip it out. Um, it's pretty boring when we get into our divisional winners, but he does have the Bucks beating the Saints. Otherwise, it's still the Bills, Chiefs, and Packers. Um, conference champions, he has as the Bills and the Packers, and in a 34 to 27 victory in the Super Bowl, he has the Packers beating the Buffalo Bills. His Super Bowl MVP is Rodgers. He says a very close second to Jones. I... Boring. <laughs> Packers winning, Rodgers MVP. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> Sorry, the Houston's going to come in and win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh God. Um, yeah. I mean, I, th th this playoff picture seems fairly safe just in general with most of our picks that we're making. Um, you've seen mine. I haven't seen yours. So how about you go ahead and shock me, shock me with your choices. Oh, I'll show you mine anytime. Um, 
wildcard winners i was pretty boring won't lie um i think let me just check yeah they are the exact same as the uh as the polls on twitter picked uh bills oh browns titans and afc bucks seahawks saints and the nfc um and then uh i decided to make things a little bit interesting afc i picked the favorites because i just don't see Mahomes losing to any of the teams that he would play in the next round and I don't mm. see the Bills not putting up 50 on any team they would play in the next round so <laughs> AFC I've, I've stuck with the favorites um NFC I've, I've gone underdogs I'm going Seahawks and Buccaneers win both of those games um you All know right. I, I just backed the Seahawks to make a run so you know I gotta put my money where my mouth is and go with the Seahawks again and um you know the Buccaneers are getting hot at the right time Brady's getting hot at the right time and um you know I think I think they're good enough to beat. I think they're good enough to beat the Packers. I do think they are. Um, they're fourth in the league in sacks, and with Bakhtiari injured, I think there's a, a you know weakness there that the Buccaneers can capitalize on and slow down Rodgers a little bit. And if they can slow down Rodgers, the Buccaneers can easily put up plenty of points on the other side of the ball. So, <laughs> fuck it, Buccaneers and Seahawks. Um, then I'm picking uh, the Buccaneers to to get rid of the Seahawks as much as I would like the Seahawks to go on a run and prove me right. Um, I think they uh, they won't be strong enough to take down the Bucks. The Bucks are just very well rounded on both sides of the ball, and um, like I said, they got hot at the right time, and and they're going into playoffs in a great place. And then uh, Chiefs on the other side. I know uh, the Josh Allen fanboys, myself included, it will hurt to uh, to see him not go all the way with how good of a season he's had. But um, I said after the Super Bowl last season, I said that at any time the Chiefs have a healthy Mahomes and the rest of their team isn't completely terrible then they're going to win the AFC. And I'm standing by that. I, I just don't really see Mahomes not clutching up and just going crazy in the playoffs. Um, you know, I know he's that, that him and the team as a whole have been a little bit kind of off the boil last few mm. games, but I don't see that continuing into the playoffs when, you know, when it really matters. And then, uh, yeah, I've got a uh, chiefs taking down the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl again, sticking with the Mahomes love. <laughs> it makes me a bit of a bandwagoner, but I don't care. He's too good. And um, I think that'll be a fun, a fun game. I think that I mainly picked it because it'll be a fun Super Bowl. Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, you know, the GOAT versus the possible future GOAT, maybe. Um, you, want, you want Tom Brady to finally lose to another team in a yeah. Super Bowl who doesn't have a, uh, a Manning as a quarterback? <laughs> I want the, the old generation versus the new generation. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think Mahomes comes out on top. And uh, of course, there was only one choice for the Super Bowl MVP, and it was not Mahomes. It's the man who put up 269 yards and three touchdowns when he played the Bucks a few weeks ago, Tyreek Hill. Um, 269 yards and three touchdowns is so ridiculous to the point where I can't even be like, oh, well, they're obviously going to try and, you know, game plan around stopping him. You don't stop a guy that just put up 269 yards yeah. and three touchdowns on you. So Chiefs taking down the Buccaneers and Tyreek Hill taking home the Super Bowl MVP. Interesting, interesting. Um, I... I, I got to say, I like your NFC picture. I, I think it's very interesting um, and entirely likely. Um, so I, I, in, in mine, I, I would say your, your wildcard winners are going to be the Bills, Ravens, Browns, Bucks, Seahawks, and Saints. Um, I would say I'm fairly confident in the very basic side of it. Um, I think if a team is going to lose that shouldn't in the wild card, it's going to be the saints. I haven't been entirely impressed with them this season. 
um, they have some shining moments and they have these glimmers of hope, but then Michael Thomas comes back and it didn't look very good. Um, Drew Brees got hurt, then comes back and does okay. Then has, I mean, you have Kamara having one great game since then, but I, if I was to, to make an upset of my own picks, that's, that's the one I would love to see just because I don't really care about the Bears, but I think it'd be funny to see them beat the Saints. Um, I, the Bears I almost threw that upset in there for the pretty much the same reasoning as you. No, no, uh, like you know, statistical evidence of to why the Bears are better. But I was just like, yeah, it could happen. Like, you know, the Bears. And, you never know what team's going to show up with either of these teams. Um, yeah. You know, you can probably assume that both of them, their defense is going to be great. The offense is going to be, you know hit and miss better for the saints probably, but you don't know when breeze is just going to throw two yard slants the whole game. So uh, yeah, I agree with you that I feel like if there's going to be a big upset, it, it could be that one. See the, and the thing about it is I, I think the bears winning almost makes it kind of boring for the divisional round because then they're playing the Packers again. And yeah, we saw that last week and it wasn't everything difficult. went how we expected it to. Um, I don't know. The, the one thing that I, I can easily flip-flop on mine also is Seahawks-Rams. I mean, what, those are two teams that it depends on which one shows up that day. Um, yeah. But so, I mean, I still have the Seahawks going in. They're the third team. And sorry, Washington, as much as I love you, you're not going to beat the Buccaneers. Um <laughs> But Chase Young said he's looking forward to playing Tom Brady, so he's going to get 20 sacks and they're going to win. Alex Smith might not be able to play. And What do you think about Young coming out as a rookie, though, and calling out the GOAT? Does that seem like a wise move to you, or is that stupid? Hey, uh, more power to you because you're, you're trying to get some momentum in your own head and your own defense, but probably not the smartest of ideas. Um, oh, well. He, he's probably going to do <laughs> oh, well, something. That's what we got to say about that. And whatever. I mean, he, he, he can say what he wants. Doesn't mean anything good's going to come from it. Doesn't mean anything bad's going to come from it. Um, Buccaneers are going to win because I don't think Alex Smith is going to end up playing. And without him, there's no way that Washington even comes close. Um, that being said, I'm going to move on to my divisional winners. Um, I think it's going to be a fairly basic division round when it comes to the AFC. The Chiefs are going to beat the Browns. The Bills are going to beat the Ravens. I think that Bills-Ravens game is going to be a lot of fun, especially if both teams continue playing hot. Um, and then I have the Packers beating the the Bucks and the Seahawks beating the Saints because I don't think the Saints are all that. And I don't want Tom Brady to be in another Super Bowl. Um, and if if Tom Brady beats the Packers, Tom Brady is going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, I think that's pretty safe to say because the Packers are definitely the team to beat in uh, the NFC. And you never know what can happen. It would be hilarious because Aaron Rodgers just amazing season gets thrown away by Tom Brady. It, I, it's definitely a, a title game 
The Lions fan in me who's been getting bullied by Aaron Rodgers like my entire adult life would <laughs> love that. I would love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, going on to our, our conference championship games, I mean, I have, I have the Bills beating the Chiefs. I am not sold on the Chiefs right now. Um, they might be the number one team in, our, in the NFL power rankings, but I, the Bills are scary and the Bills are good. And then I have the Packers beating the Seahawks. Um, another flip-flop game. Seahawks can beat them. Don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to lose their streak of every game. Every time they have 11 wins and win their division, they're going to the Super Bowl. Don't think it happens this year. Um, it would end on, have... a, on a fail, Mary, with uh, <laughs> DK getting the uh, interception slash touchdown. <laughs> oh, geez. Um we so need some ref have... controversy. That's what we need. Definitely need some ref controversy. Keep things interesting. Thank you, Packers. That will be even funnier if the controversy happens when the Packers are involved. Um, it'll piss off every Lions fan even more. <laughs> um, so my, my Super Bowl champ goes to the Bills. I have them beating the Packers 38 to 32. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I, I think most of these playoff games are going to really come down to which offense scores more, not really which defense plays better. Um, and my MVP is going to be Josh Allen because Josh Allen's the man. And like I said on Tuesday, got a man crush for him right now. And it's, it's sort of showing <laughs> that's okay. That's Don't okay. We all. Don't we all, it hurt to, it hurt me to pick, pick the chiefs to knock him out. But um, <laughs> you know, two words, Patrick Mahomes, like there's nothing else to say. Yeah. He, I mean, Mahomes is just a monster and terrifying to play against. I, yeah. My, my justification for picking the Chiefs was that, like, yes, they've been shaky the last few weeks, but watching them, it doesn't really look like they've been trying. It kind of looks like, you know, they rested players in week 17, obviously, but it kind of looks like in the couple of weeks previous to that, they were like, eh, we're probably going to lock up the first round by anyway. Let's just take it easy. Win by like three yeah. points instead of 21. We'll be fine. It, it does bother me that they didn't play Mahomes at all this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the time to give your your starting back that much time off. I mean, yeah, you can look forward to whoever you're playing, but keep him in his rhythm. Do what the Bills did. Play him for a half. Bring him out. Let him just chill. Keep him keep him fresh. But speaking of the Bills, we're going to start looking at our matchups. Um, and the first one of the weekend is Colts at the Bills. Um, for me, this game's a lock. I have the Bills absolutely winning this game. They've been playing out of this world. Seven of the last games they've won, and it's all been by 10 or more points. Bills are going to snap their losing playoff streak of six. That's it, going to happen. I agree. I don't, I don't really see a, a path for the Colts to win the game. The only way I can see them winning the game is if Jonathan Taylor goes absolutely insane. Um, I don't like think Derek that'll Henry levels of insane. I think the Bills' rush defense is kind of middle of the road. It's not great. Um, yeah. So the opportunity is there for Taylor to go, go crazy. But can you keep up with Josh Allen by running the ball? I'm not sure you can. Um, and you know, I don't trust the Colts and, and their passing attack to, <laughs> to keep up with Allen. So, yeah, I agree. Um, of, of all the games, I wouldn't say it's the biggest lock because um, I actually think the Buccaneers against Washington is, is like the safest lock of, in playoff history. But um, okay. I think I think the Bills are, you know, 
pretty pretty safe pick. Yeah, so I um, I also have the feeling that this is going to be the the last game for Philip Rivers. Um, I would not be surprised if if he decides to retire after this. Um, that being said, oh, no, I he have probably needs another contract to look after his like twelve kids. So I, I don't think he's hurting for money, even with a lot of kids. Um, but I mean, my prediction is Bills win forty-two to twenty-seven. I think it's just going to be a. Th- oh, you're going that much of a shootout, huh? Forty-two twenty-seven. I like it. I, the Bills are going to score a lot. Colts are going to be decent, just not even close to enough. Um, our next game of the weekend is Rams at the Seahawks. Rams have the league's best defense. Seahawks have improved their defense by the largest margin in the second half in NFL history. They have 150.4 fewer yards total per game that they've allowed. Um, their last meeting was Seahawks 20, Rams 19, or Rams 9. Um, I mean, it's, it's going to be a game. I think it'll be a lot closer than we would have expected. I still think the Seahawks are going to win. I would love to see the Rams win, though. I would, to be, for, for the, for the storyline, would, it would be great to see Wolford, whatever his name is. Um, I don't even know what his name is. That's, that's how insignificant a career he's had to, to the point of last weekend where he actually looked pretty good. Um, well, it would be great to see him duel it out with Russell Wilson and win. But um, I think I agree with you. It's going to be a, you know, probably a low scoring defensive matchup. Both teams defenses have been playing amazing in recent weeks. And um, all I really want from this game is DK and Jalen Ramsey to go full channel their inner Josh Norman and Odell Beckham and just have like (laughs) multiple fist fights, not get ejected, you know, sneaky fist fights, but multiple. (laughs) Yeah. So um, conversation we had during our Tuesday pod was, John Wolford was playing in his first ever NFL game and his last start was in the AAF with the Arizona hotshots 644 days before this past Sunday. I thought um, you were about to say 644 yards. No, 644 <laughs> that he got for the hot days shots. since his last start. Um, I, I don't know. The, the Rams have fewer than 24 points and fewer than 340 total yards in each of their last four games. And when you're, when you're looking at what you have to do against the Seahawks, that's not going to be sufficient. Um, I have it being Seahawks winning 24 to the Rams 18. I think it's going to be a lot closer than their 20 to nine, but still a far enough margin. Do you think the Rams would have had a better chance if Jared Goff was playing? Because I, like a lot of people, think Jared Goff is absolutely terrible. Um, I do think they would have a better shot just because he is a, a more known entity than what they have. Um, there are many other quarterbacks that if you put into the situ- situation that I think a quarterback alone makes the difference. Um, but I, I think, I, I, I do think Goff still would be better than Wolford. Probably. Probably, but I just want to throw some shade at Jared Goff in there. The amount of money that guy's cost me when I bet on the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for betting on the Rams. Yeah, um, pretty much. I deserve it. Moving on to our night game on Saturday, we have the Buccaneers against Washington. Um, 
This is uh, the NFL's 30th ranked offense and the second ranked defense at Washington. Um, those do not go well together, especially when you have the Buccaneers who are a top 10 for pretty much every category possible. Um, Washington's defense is going to have to work their ass off and they're going to have to convert way too many takeaways in this game to keep it close. Um, Tampa Bay is going into this game pretty hot. Um, They're likely to continue that trend. And Tom Brady himself has more career playoff wins than the Washington franchise. That's just terrifying. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I, as I, as I said, when we were talking about the Colts Bills, I think this is the, the lock of the century that the Buccaneers yeah. win this game pretty easily. I think they win, they cover the spread, they have their feet up in the second half with Brady smoking cigars on the bench. Um, <laughs> you just said it, 30th ranked offense against the Bucs, who are a super well-rounded team and pretty much good at everything. Um, they're just they're not going to be able to keep up. They're not going to be able to keep yeah. up. No matter how well the defense plays, eventually the defense is going to fold. Not, they're going to get tired. Know, I'm, not saying they're gonna, I'm not saying they're going to choke and get destroyed, but you know, a, a great defense can, like you say, they'll, they'll get tired. They can only hold up for so long when, um, you know, they're getting nothing back from the other side of the ball. And 30th ranked defense uh, offense against the Bucks defense, which is pretty good. Um, you know, it's not even like I think they're ranked seventh. Yeah, so it's not even like the Bucks are you know going to score loads, but also give up loads. They're a really good team on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, last three games, Brady's across the three games, averaging 380 yards, and he has 10 touchdowns and one pick in that time. So not only is the entire team getting hot at the right time, Brady's getting hot at the right time. Because I know yeah. there was a lot of fuss early in the season about you know him not linking up with his receivers or being on the same page as his receivers. That seems to have passed. AB seems to have kind of found his groove a little bit. He's been a you know significant factor in a couple of their recent games. And even if they rest Mike Evans, which I think they probably should, because that's how safe of a, of a game I think this is for them, I still think they win comfortably. I think they're up like 17, 20 points at halftime. Yeah, I mean, Evans is a, a game-time decision. Um, I think a lot of Tom Brady's connection problems with receivers has to do with not having enough prep time this season. Not because he didn't have Gronk. Game. Didn't have Gronk get, raring to go. I, I, I th- That doesn't even matter. I, as soon as Gronk started playing well, Brady started playing well. It's like well, a telepathic connection. N- no, I understand what you're saying, but no. Um, <laughs> It's it's not having a preseason. It's not being able to have your camps. I mean, yeah, Gronk's not ready to come back. He hasn't played football in way too long and coming back to a professional contract. Um, I still have the Bucks winning. I have them winning 27 to 14. I likely think that one of those touchdowns is going to be a defensive touchdown for Washington. And that's going to be about all that happens for him. It's it's going to be a coast in the second half for sure. Um, Sunday's matchups are also pretty fun, at least at our one o'clock start time. Ravens and Titans. Um, I know we prefaced this, but in their last meeting, Titans won 30 to 24. Um, this game's likely going to be a shootout. We have two great offenses. Um, and not that their defenses are bad, but their offenses are just that good. Um, Ravens have been on a roll and Titans have been on a roll and the Titans are not going to give up easily. This is the, the fifth meeting between the Titans and the Ravens in the postseason. 
Uh, road team has won four in a row. Um, so that makes this a little bit more fun for the Ravens. They the odds are in their favor in that that sense. I, think I agree. This Derrick is, Henry this is goes be a crazy, crazy shootout. Too, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, Derrick Henry goes crazy every week. Um, I agree. My, this my, is my prediction is high. <laughs> <laughs> I I think this is probably, in my opinion, going to be the highest scoring game of the weekend. Yes. Um, I was looking at the numbers. I knew the Titans defense was pretty bad. Um, I've seen Titans mm-hmm. fans on Twitter moaning about it. But when I actually looked at the numbers, it's worse than I realized. Um, only the Lions, Jaguars, Texans, and I believe the Falcons, those are the four teams, yeah. Falcons, Lions, Texans, Jags. Those are the only four teams who have given up more yards than the Titans. But then on the other side of the ball, they're so potent. Um, you know, only the Chiefs and the Bills have got more yards than them. So wow. I just don't see any way where this isn't the Titans going down and scoring, then the Ravens going down and scoring the Titans. Because <laughs> the Titans don't, they're not stopping anything on defense at the moment. You know, they yeah. haven't been for, for some time. And, at the, you know, on the other side of the ball, they're so potent. And the Ravens defense is okay. It's, you know, it's better than the Titans defense by a long way, but it's not, you know, a, a truly game changing defense that we kind of hoped it would be when they put the pieces together on that defense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think this is a hell of a fun game. Um, my pick is that the Titans come out on top. But uh, either way, I, I got this, you know, with like 60, 70 points in it. And and this is our uh, first disagreement. Um, I have the, the Ravens winning and I have it being a 42 to 38 game. I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a ridiculous amount of scoring. And I would not be surprised if this game manages to be like a Oklahoma versus... Um, any other random conference team where they score 60 on each side of the ball. What was um, that? Um, was it Oklahoma against Oklahoma state a couple of years ago where at halftime like 50, it was 60, like, 60. it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then, or, or the Rams chiefs game, the Rams chiefs game from a couple of years ago. That's what we're hoping for. That's what we want. Yeah. And, and honestly, if that's what we get, I will be probably very happy because that's going to make our Tuesday next week, even more fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> Moving on to, I, th- I think, one of the biggest toss-up games, uh, the Bears and the Saints. Um, Bears have to go up down to New Orleans, but not like it's going to be any adverse conditions because it's not like they're coming into Chicago in the middle of January being freezing. But uh, the last matchup they had, Saints ended up winning 26-23. to 23. Bears have only beaten one team with a winning record, Tampa Bay, in week five. And I'm still not sold on the Saints offense. Um, I don't think Michael Thomas is going to do anything. And you have to get another four touchdown game out of Alvin Kamara to make this interesting but I do think the Saints end up winning. I, I actually don't think it's as much of a toss-up as, as you think it is. Um, I would love Mitch Trubisky to carry the Bears to the win because as a Lions fan, that would probably mean the Bears re-sign Mitch, keep him for uh, another few years. And um, you know, as, as, as much as I've kind of supported his resurgence in the last few weeks, and I, I'm just happy for a guy who's been shit on for so long in his, in his NFL career at least to be mm. doing well. Um, at the same time, I do think he still kind of sucks, and I would like him to stick yeah. around in the NFC North a lot longer. So I'll be rooting for the Bears, 
um, a bit of NFC North brothership there, but for all the wrong reasons. But uh, <laughs> I think the Saints will win. Um, I agree with you. The Saints, the Saints are not to be trusted. Um, they, you know, you never really know which, you know, how their offense is going to turn up. You know, their defense is going to turn up, but on the other side yeah. of the ball, you don't really know whether they're going to turn up or not. Breeze has been kind of hit and miss. Thomas has been miss and miss this season. So um, yeah, I, I agree. There's a there's a chance for an upset there, but to me, there's there's only one person that I'd be outside oh, person team. There's only one team that I'd be uh, you know safely putting money on there, and that'd be uh, the Saints. And I think they might even cover the spread with like some garbage time touchdown at the end. I, I have a feeling that this is going to be uh, probably a 32 to 21 victory for the Saints. Um, I, I still think that the Bears are going to do something. I mean, they're, they're not just going to roll over, but I, I do think that the game still will not appear as close as it should. Um, I just don't think I, the I Bears' do... offense has anything to surprise the Saints with. Like, when, when you get an underdog win a wildcard game, it's usually because they surprise the other team with something. Um, you know, the Saints know the Bears' defense is going to be great. It's, it's a great defense. Um, but I just don't think there's anything that they can do on the other side of the ball where the Saints are not going to stuff it pretty easily. Um, yeah. I see it being quite a bit more low scoring, um, you know, maybe like 23-10 to the Saints, something like that. I just don't really see any route, unless they get some defensive, you know, touchdowns or just, you know, a couple turnovers in the, in the red zone, then, um, yeah, I don't really see a chance for the Bears, but it wouldn't surprise me if the Saints choked. So, do you think the Cardinals would have had a better chance at beating the Saints than the Bears do if they had been the the, the seventh team in? Uh, depends what's going on with Kyle Murray's ankle, but uh, yeah, definitely because okay. I think you know to beat the Saints team, you're going to need to be able to score. Um, you know that's why I have the Seahawks beating them in the next round. Is if Russ gets up, the Seahawks can easily put up 35, 40 points on anybody. So um, yeah, I think the Cardinals would have a chance. Not because they're massively better than the Bears, but just because they're better at things that would help them more against the Saints. Um, moving on to our last game of the weekend. Two weeks in a row, we have Browns against the Steelers, but this time we are going to Pittsburgh instead of to Cleveland. Um, Browns won last week by two points. They had COVID issues last week. They have COVID issues again. Um, they have to have an interim head coach. Uh, God only knows who's going to be able to show up to this game. Um, I I still think I would put my money on on the Browns to win, though. And that says so much about how the Steelers have been playing. It's all about the vibes. It, I, there, I've never seen an 11-4 and four team that all their fans are pissed off at how bad they are. Like, they're 11-4. and four. If you said to any <laughs> fan at the start of an NFL season, 11-4 yeah. and four and make the playoffs, they'd be like, yes, please. But for the Steelers, because they've lost those four games in their last five games, it yeah. feels like they're terrible. It feels like they're not even a good team. And yet here they are at 11-4 and four going into this matchup as the favorites. It's a really weird situation. But I feel like on the other side, the Browns are nothing but good vibes right now because, yeah, they lost yeah. to the Jets, but that was kind of a write-off with all the you know players they had inactive and – I just everything about the Browns right now seems positive. It just seems like they're in, they're in a good place. And yes, they have all the COVID issues, but in terms of the mentality of the players and of the coaches, and it's it's all going to be we have nothing to lose here. This is a free hit. You know, we've got the excuse of the players being out, but also the fact that you know it's their first playoff appearance in what seventeen years. 
um, I feel like it's a free hit for them and they kind of go in with no pressure on them, whereas the Steelers have the weight of the world on their shoulders. You know, the Steelers Absolutely. have got their fans baying for blood over an 11 and 4 team. So um, I, I'm solely, solely a hunch based on vibes. I'm picking the Browns to win. I, I'm, I'm picking the Browns too, and I'm picking the Browns uh, with a 28 to 24 victory, likely having the Steelers scoring a, a touchdown in the, the waning minutes. Um, if, if it's any indication from last week, Steelers, their 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 heads are not in the game. They're they're not there, and I, I think that's problematic when you start the season out ten and zero, and now you're giving up all this shit. I mean, a two point loss, yeah, that that sucks. But I think that game was a must win for them to do anything in the playoffs, even though they had been in, they they had it clinched, what week twelve that they were I agree. in. They, but, they needed some some positivity to lift them going into playoffs. Like yeah. I said, every, every everything around them is so negative right now. And um, you know, if if they win this game, then of course that will turn and they'll be in a good place to to go on and maybe make a run because they'll have that kind of you know positive uh, turnaround. But it, it's just so it's just such a weird situation for a team that started what 10, 11 and zero um, to be you know now in the playoffs. You know, going into the game as the highest seed, as the favorites, and everyone's sitting here going, "They're frauds. They suck." Um, and I think even the players are kind of maybe doubting themselves to the, you know, not to the point where they think they suck, but um, you know, maybe Eric Ebron is. But it's just <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a little dig in there somewhere. Um, uh, yeah, it's just there's there's nothing I can see where there's like, you know, a, a positive spot for the Steelers. They need a hot start. They need to come out. You know, go up seven, seven, nothing, get a turnover, maybe on the first Browns offensive possession. And then and then you see what happens. And then, you know, the spirits yeah. are lifted and they can turn everything around. Of course, that can happen. But um, yeah, I just it's just such a weird situation. And I think, like you said, they're in their own heads and uh, that's never a good thing. And, and I think that's going to be an issue. Um, the last little thing that I just kind of want to bring up is th- there are some there are some statistics out there in the odds. Um, Kansas City has a ridiculous percentage that they are expected that they should win the Super Bowl and the AFC alone with. They're expected in 46.5% chance to win the AFC in a 23 and a half. They're expected in nearly a quarter of any simulation to win the Super Bowl this year. And I just find that ridiculous. Um, I think... the reason for that would be there's only two teams that can beat them. I would say the Bills and the Packers are the only two teams. If they were faced off with the Chiefs, they'd have a good chance of winning. And so, yeah, the Bills are probably going to play the Chiefs in in the uh, the conference championship. But yeah. if you know anything could happen, anything could happen. And if and if for some reason the Bills get knocked out and the Packers get knocked out, I literally don't see anyone else even being remotely a challenge for the Chiefs because no one else has the scoring to keep up with them. Yeah. And I, I think it's interesting to note that Green Bay has the the second best odds at winning just or at just shy of twenty percent. Um, the the Saints at eighteen and a half, and the Bills at eighteen point two. Um, then then it gets significantly less to five percent or less for everyone else. Um, I I definitely think that these playoffs look fairly straightforward. Um, and I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of interest going on, but I, for the sake of 
sports really hope that there's going to be a little bit more fun going on and we have some upsets. And For the sake of sports, we need the Packers to get screwed by the refs. We need a, <laughs> we need a few fights. We need uh, Russell Wilson to come back to his MVP form and we need the Bears to beat the Saints. That's what we need for the sake of sports. For the sake of sports and for the sake of just a shitload of points to make everything fun. Um, I, I hope we have a lot of points and I hope all of our predictions are wrong and none of the good teams make it to the end. Uh, let's go Washington, get that Super Bowl. <laughs> Anyways, uh, with that, uh, this has been Blown Coverage, your special pod talking about the playoffs. I'm Ricky here with Ben. Uh, Thanks a lot, and we'll see you on Tuesday. See ya.